Well, we have a split Congress now and in many ways a divided electorate. We have a breakdown, though, from John Zogby of just who voted and whether or not demographics made a difference in the election results. John Zogby is chairman of the polling firm Zogby International. Good morning, John. Hi, good morning. And Theda Scotchpole with us all hour long. She's professor of political science at Harvard, the author of a recent report out by the Russell Sage Foundation that looked at President Obama's first two years in office. Good morning, Theda. Nice to be here. Well, Theda, first, let, let's talk about the, the president and this election. Many people said this was going to be a referendum on the Obama administration and his policies. Did that turn out to be the case? Uh, it, it's partly the case. I think that uh, it's mainly a referendum on the state of the economy. And uh, when you have almost 10 percent unemployment and people not hopeful about the future of the economy and not clear on where we're headed, that's a perfect storm for an incumbent president and uh, his party in Congress. Well, John, that's the main thing that happened here. Well, John Zogby, do you find that to be the case, that maybe it wasn't so much about party as it was about change? It was about change um, and uh, a lack of enthusiasm on the part of Democrats and independents uh, switching over big time uh, towards Republicans. But 39 percent of voters uh, came in to vote yesterday angrier than they have ever been. And another 23 percent were more disappointed than they've ever been. And ultimately, the electorate uh, yesterday looked so much different than the electorate of 2008. It was whiter, uh, less minority, older. Um, and uh, even in the case of women, uh, and this is something pre-election polls were suggesting, um, women ended up splitting and sli- slightly uh, uh, giving their vote over to um, uh, to Republicans. Uh, and that's the first time in a long time, because uh, generally there's been some sort of a gender gap with women voting Democrat. Interesting. Uh, John Zogby, there was also some... Suspicion. I mean, again, you have the bigger picture and are looking at the data. I'm not so much. It's a little more anecdotal. But there's there's some sense that uh, enthusiastic African-Americans voted GOP, whereas the economy, for the same reason, um, caused the Democrats uh, who are African-Americans and Hispanics really to stay home, to not have a whole lot of enthusiasm about their candidates. What are you seeing in the uh, black vote, Hispanic vote, et cetera? Well, the black vote went overwhelmingly Democrat. However, uh, this is the first time in a while in a a nationwide election where you saw an increase in the number of uh, African Americans voting Republican. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, uh, we don't have the final count just yet, but it's in the double digits, uh, perhaps as much as 20 percent. If that's the case, that's a major breakthrough. Uh, for the Republican Party in terms of reaching African-Americans. Add to that that there were fewer African-American voters in 2010 than there were in 2009. And those are among the legion of problems that um, uh, that Democrats have to contend with. And really a complicated picture since we now are going to have a, a U.S. Senate without a single African-American senator in it. But Theda Scotchpole, let me, let me go back to this idea that the, the demographics John Zogby is talking about were motivated by the economy. Uh, in, in what way did it matter at all, do you think, how the, what the unemployment rate was in individual states, in individual counties? Did it matter or were just there just was a general anger and dissatisfaction? Well, we're going to have to crunch the numbers on the individual counties. I think it's not incidental that here in Massachusetts, uh, Democrats did better and the economy here is doing better. 
But Harry Reid was reelected in Nevada in a more decisive fashion than anybody thought possible in a state that has the highest unemployment rate. So this was in many ways a more national election than I think Democrats hoped it would be. Um, this was an election about uh, whether we're headed in a hopeful direction in this country. Uh, very important to keep in mind, though, before we start overgeneralizing, midterm electorates are always much smaller than general presidential uh, year electorates, and they're always whiter, richer, and older. And that was certainly true this time. And they generally, when you had a, a, a president elected by a large popular vote, they generally, the midterm, the following midterm, shows a swing in the other direction, right, Zon? Absolutely. John? At yeah. least half of this would have been there anyway. This is very typical, uh, and that's important to note. And in a Twitter analysis that was done late last night in the states where there was data available, so 47 out of 50 states, overwhelmingly, those who tweeted said that they voted against much more than they voted for. And so this was a repudiation of, of the Democratic Party's leadership, but Republicans cannot interpret it as love. Well, it, okay, so how do they interpret it as? I mean, I, I would assume the, the obstruction policy, you can't pursue that when you are in the control of the House, at least in the House. No, you know what? There's a lot of cross-currents here, but Republicans have to decide, first and foremost, who are they? Now, the Tea Party gave them voice and structure for their uh, to vent their anger, and so the Tea Party will come to Washington um, ready to keep punching. The establishment Republicans are going to have a very difficult time with that. If the establishment Republicans take one step towards uh, listening and cooperating with, uh, with, with President Obama, who will reach uh, out an, an olive branch, that could, um, that, that could spell doom for them they, uh, because of the Tea Party. That could um, be the, mo the most fascinating dynamic to watch. Uh, Americans want problem-solving, and they want consensus-building. Uh, they, they did not vote again ideologically. Meanwhile, the Republicans have uh, a, a very significant problem on their hands internally. John Zogby is the chairman of the polling firm uh, Zogby International. Theta Scotchpole with us all hour long, professor of political science at Harvard. What, what do you think about what John Zogby just said, that Americans have voted for change, and yet we have a divided Congress, and therefore, the, the, and therefore with the Republican House saying they want to roll back some of the president's policies, perhaps the chances for bipartisan uh, cooperation is, is farther away than ever. Well, I think it may be, and, and I certainly agree that the GOP in Congress faces some dilemmas because going into 2012, they need to convince independents that they can uh, govern and, and at times in cooperation with President Obama. But the Tea Party, which was a mixed bag in this election in many ways, I think it helped them lose the Senate. The Tea Party is going to be pressuring for just say no and for rollback, and so it's going to be very interesting to watch for us political scientists in any event. Theda Scotchpole, a political scientist from Harvard University. She's riding along with us all hour long. We want to know what your headline was coming out of the election results. Do you think it was a referendum on the president or the economy? On our website, David wrote, this election was all about the mystery money movement mandate. Give us your headline at 8778-MY-TAKE.